Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Steelers Nation Radio. It is high noon on a Wednesday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. I'm Wesley Euler flying solo today, but never solo because I got you guys with me, right? Steelers Nation always has your six. Two ways to get involved with me today. That's right, folks. Not just on the Twitter.com. Of course, you can always tweet me at Wesley Euler. I'll take your questions, comments, concerns and reactions there as we roll along all afternoon we got phone lines open once again 412-919-8562 those are the digits to dial 412-919-8562 and as always I preface I'm doing this solo I'm producing it I'm hosting it I'm by myself in the booth so just bear with me with the phone calls right I'll have to have it's better to call in during breaks that type of thing then I can get you guys up on the board because I obviously can't answer the phone while I'm doing the show as well I like to think that I can multitask not that well I mean that would be pretty impressive if I could do that 412-919-8562 you can again tweet me as well question comments concerns reactions at Wesley Euler on the twitter.com it is the Steelers Blitz on SNR about a half an hour from now our buddy Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette will join us. We'll talk a little uh, division round recap to maybe put a bow on that weekend, look ahead to championship weekend, and, of course, get Mr. Backo's thoughts on some stillers uh, happenings here. We'll talk about the retirement of Keith Butler and uh, and what could follow with the Batman as well. Again, we'll do that in about a half an hour. Here in the first segment today, you know how it works when I'm solo, right? I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty good gas bag, but even I don't like to talk just to myself for a half hour. So I'm going to play a little audio here, and we're going to discuss some Steelers. The guys that I want to talk about here in the first segment, Alex Highsmith, Presley Harvin, and Isaiah Loudermilk. So we're going to hear from each of those guys, and then we're going to discuss the season and the outlook going forward for each of those guys as well too right pretty simple concept let's start with Alex Highsmith I guess seniority rules in this regard right we'll go with the guy who just finished his sophomore season as opposed to the two who just wrapped up the campaigns uh Alex Highsmith sat down with Missy Matthews recently to put a bow on his 2021-2022 season here is what big number 56 Alex, let's start that year two jump that Coach Tomlin always talks about. When you look back and after talking to coaches, uh, what's, I guess, the main feedback? Yeah, I feel like uh, this year uh, was a year that I definitely grew. You know, it's not the year that I wanted to have you. I know I want to be better. No, no matter how good I do, I know that I can always be better. But overall, from just a mental standpoint and a physical standpoint, I feel like I grew a lot this year. And just being my first starting year in a starting role, I feel like, you know, take a jump but at the same time I want to take an even bigger jump coming into year three and I know I can be a lot better uh, than I was so I'm excited for uh, the offseason ahead and just working to be the best that I can be in year three. 
Uh, you said that your goal for the 2021 season was double-digit sacks. Close, but did not get it. So what do you do in terms of setting new goals moving forward for the next season? Yeah, I think I have a lot of the same goals I had this year. Um, for me, just really working on finishing. My coaches really just emphasized for me just finishing the top of my rushes. Uh, there were so many plays and so many rushes where I was right by the quarterback but just didn't finish whether he stepped up or, or uh, the offensive line was still on me. So just really working uh, working on things like that um, to help me finish my rushes to be able to uh, reach that double digit sack point is something that's going to be an uh, emphasis for me in my training this year. Coach Sondland has said in terms of TJ Watt, he's not like a rah-rah guy. Uh, he's kind of quiet, but he's very technical. What is something that um, he has taught you this year that has helped improve your game? Yeah, something that I've always learned from him is watching the the live TV copies before games to get the uh, to get the cadence for the for the um, t opposing team. So that's something I did a lot this year, and we would always talk about it in meetings, talk about the cadence, you know, talk about what's the hard count, talk about what's on two. So that was something that helped me a lot, especially for away games this year, to be able to, to get work on my get off and be able to get off the ball faster. And so I definitely felt a translation for it as I would feel like I was getting off the ball a lot faster than I was last year. And so that's something I look forward to continuing to improve on. I know it's maybe a small thing, but how different was it that there were fans in the stands this year, unlike your rookie year? I know you didn't know any better, but it had to be a big difference. It was awesome. I, I was just so thankful that there was fans in the stands. I was thankful that my parents um, and, and my fiance and whoever wanted to come to the game was able to come this year, whereas last year a lot of the games they weren't able to because of COVID. Um, and so I, it was just awesome to be able to truly experience the Steel Nation. And every time they play Renegade, I get chills. And especially uh, that last game, you know, Ben's last home game was awesome. And so uh, it was awesome to be able to have fans. I'm glad that we're turning in an upward direction uh, regarding COVID. What are you going to do in terms of the off scout? Where are you going and are you meeting up with any teammates? Yeah, um, I'm, going, I'm going to be in Charlotte uh, for the majority of my training this off season. So I've got a good uh, training regimen down there, a good trainer, uh, just a good, uh, just a, in, in a good flow down there. And so last year I felt like I had uh, one of my best, my best off season and I felt like I came into uh, camp in great shape, some of the best shape of my life. And so I think that's going to be a home base for me on the off season. And so I'm just, that's where I'm going to be that and try to get something with TJ uh, sometime over the offseason as well and some as well. Does that mean you guys go to Wisconsin? Uh, think about it, yeah. So hopefully we can uh, get up there for a week or so and I'll, I'll get together and get some uh, get some training and that'll be awesome. Do you guys take some time to um, maybe just, you know, do your own thing and then how do you keep in contact and keep that momentum, that tightness of the group? Yeah, I think, you know, we def guys definitely uh, kind of have their own time and right after the season, you know, guys go on vacation, guys go back, visit their families and stuff like that. And I think, you know, we do have a group chat, so I think we always like to keep that running and stuff like that. And so that's something we'll, we like to do to stay in contact, just keep that group chat running. Is it linebackers, whole defense? We do have a, a D line and we have a, a whole defense as well. We usually text a lot in the whole defense, so we, we text some funny stuff in there, so it's pretty cool. Who's kind of the ringleader of that? Probably Cam. Honestly, Cam is, <laughs> yeah. Cam's the one who created it, so Cam's the, the ringleader of it. All right. Thanks, Alex. You're welcome, Missy. I got to get in that group chat. I want to I be in there with all the defense. I want to hear any of the jokes that Cam's making. Uh, Alex Highsmith there um, discussing his sophomore season with Missy Matthews of uh, Steelers TV, Steelers.com. That's where you can always get the uh, the visual side of this audio that we play here on the show as well. Great stuff um, from Missy and company, as always. Good conversation there with Alex Highsmith. Um about you know his sophomore season, what he wants to work on, how he plans to attack that in the off season. Um, you know he's saying there that he didn't have the type of year that he had, and and we always know for pass rushers that that sack number looms large. You want to be in the double digits, right? And that 
it feels like so much of your reputation and what you can earn as a player contract-wise, uh, you know, as an edge rusher, depends on that sack number. He goes from two his rookie year to six last year, so not the double-digit number that he wanted, but certainly a nice step forward there in terms of the tackles as well, too. Uh, 48 tackles for Alex twenty. He had 74 last season. That's a nice step forward as well, too. And then just uh, six quarterback hits his rookie year, 15 this season. So he more than doubled that number as well. Hopefully, you, you, you continue to grow with that, and uh, and we see Alex Highsmith have an, an even better year in what will be his uh, his third campaign with the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2022. Great stuff from him. I got to get in that group chat. And I tell you what, middle of winter time, eh, probably a pretty big difference between training in Charlotte and training in Wisconsin. You know, maybe like a 50-degree difference. Wesley Euler with you here. Uh, it is the Steelers Blitz on SNR. You can tweet me at Wesley Euler. Phone lines also open, 412-919-856. Those are the digits to dial if you want to join in on the conversation. We're rolling here with some of these Steelers players that we want to talk about, uh, that I want to talk about here in the opening segment. Before we uh, get to special teams, let's stick with the defense here. Isaiah Loudermilk uh, discussing, wrapping up, putting a bow on his rookie season. Take a listen. Do you expect to play as much? Did you kind of come in thinking, okay, this is going to be a, a learning, all of a sudden it got thrust on you, or did you think that you might get opportunities as the season rolled on? Mm. Um, coming in, I wasn't sure really what to expect. I knew um, if I were to get some playing time, it wouldn't be a whole lot. And then, uh, you know, everything kind of happened, um, injuries and stuff like that. So I kind of got thrown out there. But I, I was prepared. For pretty much anything um but i wouldn't say i was really expecting it um but i mean kind of glad i did i feel like i grew a lot as a player actually being able to go out there and play. nick farabaugh isaiah uh cam kind of talked about how there were a lot of comparisons to you uh, i just you know calling you a young cam hayward and all that what was the mentorship under Cam like? Did he take you under his wing? What did he teach you? How's his leadership kind of going with you? Um, I mean, he he pretty much showed me anything he could. Um, anytime we were doing drills, we would work together. Um, he would give me, you know, little pointers, um, hand placement and stuff like that. So just being able to come in and and kind of have a mentor like that helped me a ton. Um, I think that's one of the big reasons why. I felt like I made a pretty big jump from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Um, just kind of weeks on weeks of, of just taking little things from him, uh, just l pretty much watching how he does things and just kind of feeding off him. But um, I mean, I couldn't ask for a better mentor than, than Cam. Noah Strachbein. Yeah, Zab, I, I know there was, you know, quite a bit of turnaround and in injuries throughout the season. Um, but by the end of it all, how do you think you and the rest of, of the D-line was meshing? Um, I feel like we were meshing pretty good. Um, you know, there were some some up and downs of the season. Um, I mean, that, that kind of just comes with it. But um, I feel like as, as a group, we definitely were taking step forward uh, um, pretty much each week. Um, I feel like as a group, we felt more confident each week. But, um, you know, kind of came to an end, but I, I definitely feel like from the beginning uh, to the end of the season, as, as a group, we definitely grew. Jeff Hawthorne. 
Isaiah, you mentioned some, of, are there a couple examples of lessons that, that you learned? You mentioned the lessons you learned that you're really going to take with you into this off season and into next year. Hmm. Um, I mean, there were, there were a bunch. I don't think really there's just one thing I can, I can really point out just cause, um, I mean, there's a lot of small details in the game that, uh, that, you know, I knew about, but never really like dove into, um, hand placement, things like that footwork, but kind of throughout the season, um, just kind of learning all the little things definitely helped me a lot, but I wouldn't say there was really one, one thing that I learned that really stuck out. Chris Adamski. Isaiah, if you forgive my, I guess, trivial question or whatever, are you a, a rancher or something? Or did I see the, 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 uh, the, oh, the, the, the <laughs> uh, decoration or, okay. No, no, just the, just the decoration. I found it, uh, Target. I liked it. So, <laughs> okay. Didn't know if that meant so, if there was some background there or what, but. Uh, oh, no, no okay. nothing. <laughs> All right. So, if I may, if I could ask another question, I know you were a rookie then. Um, and so, I don't know how much, you know, your perspective is of it, but uh, but Tyson and um, Stefan Tuitt, you know, not being able to play very much, um, you know, did you, did you pick up on what they're, you know, they've been both around for a long time and, and everything, and, and and were they able to contribute at all? And and, and is it good to have that presence and, and hopefully going forward in your position? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, just having those guys around, um, having to around towards uh, the beginning of the season, just kind of giving me tips on what he sees, things like that. Tyson, you know, being on the sideline with us um, helped a ton just because, I mean, those guys have played a lot of ball. They've seen a lot of things. Um, and, you know, they they kind of, they know more about the flow of the game, things they're seeing than I do. So kind of getting some little tips from them on the side um, definitely helps. So, I mean, even though they weren't out there with us playing, they they definitely still made it back. Nick Barabaugh. Yeah, Isaiah, you talked about kind of little details that you learned. When you come out of this season, with as much tape as you do, I'm certain it's helpful for you as, as a rookie. What what do you say you need to improve on? Like, what's the stuff technically you looked at and you said, man, I'm going to work on that this offseason because it can make mm -hmm. me better. Yeah, I, I'd say one big thing was, um, for me, is, is pass rush. Um, I mean, I feel, I feel pretty solid against the run, but um, there were just some things with my pass rush. Um, things like that that I really want to hone in on a little bit more because I definitely feel like um, I was a little bit behind on that. I feel like I wasn't really making as much uh, of an impact um, as I could have been. But th uh, that's definitely one thing this offseason that I really um, planning on working on. We'll see, see where it goes. Last question, Jeff Hawthorne. Isaiah. I'm sure because of where you went to school and, and that you're a football fan, you knew about TJ before you came in. What was the experience like being a teammate of, of TJ's this year? Mm -hmm. um, it, I mean, it's incredible watching, uh, you know, the best defensive player in football kind of uh, go about his business day to day, just kind of seeing what he does, um, how he approaches things. But, you know, um, I was at Wisconsin for a year with him, uh, but it, it was my first year. It was his last year. So, you know, kind of the, the freshman thing. I didn't really uh, mingle with him a whole bunch. But uh, this year, I kind of got to see a little bit more about, um, 
you know, his mindset, kind of how he goes to work. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm just lucky to be able to, uh, you know, learn from guys like TJ guys, guys like, uh, Cam, but, you know, uh, definitely defensive player, um, in my eyes, but, um, it, it, it was just great watching them. You and me both Isaiah completely concur. That's Isaiah Loudermilk, uh, speaking to the media to kind of wrap up his uh, rookie campaign. And, of course, uh, giving a shout-out for DP away to his uh, to his fellow Wisconsin Badger there at the end of the interview. And, yes, we are all on board with Isaiah in that regard. I- encouraging season for, for Isaiah Loudermilk. I don't think, you know, coming into camp, before we knew that the Steelers were going to go the whole season without Stephon Tuitt and that Tyson Alualu was going to sustain a season-ending injury in the first game of the year, I don't think any of us really expected much from Isaiah Loudermilk in terms of, you know, heavy volume of snaps, right? We thought he's a later round pick. He's a rookie. Maybe he'll see the field a few times. But other than that, it'll just be a development year for him. Well, when Alu-Alu goes out in the first game of the year for the entire year, when Stephon Tuitt ends up not playing at all this season, all of a sudden you, you need some real snaps from Isaiah Loudermilk. And I think when you look at the numbers, it's it's encouraging to me. You know, they obviously weren't asking him to do very much. You look at his first few games of the season, um, you know, he, he didn't get any snaps against Buffalo. He got 18 against the Raiders. He got nine against Cincinnati, nine against Denver, eight against Seattle, right? Not a ton of spin there. But then when you look down the stretch, he had 25 against Detroit, 27 against Cincinnati, 24 against Kansas City, 35, uh, or sorry, 24 against Tennessee, 35 against Kansas City, uh, 45 snaps. Uh, in the Monday night victory against the Cleveland Browns. Um, this is a guy in, in, in over 20 snaps in the playoff game as well, too. This is a guy that they clearly got more comfortable with down the stretch. You know, the game slowed down for him a little bit. The Steelers were okay putting him out there more often. And I think that's a that's a nice base to build on for Isaiah Loudermilk heading into the offseason. You heard him talk about it. And like I said, I think most of us were on board as well, too. Doesn't matter if you're a Steelers fan, if you're Steelers media, if you – you know, kind of sit on that fence like I do. I don't think any of us expected him to get that many snaps this year. But you know what? He made the most of it, and that's a good that's a good jumping off point for Isaiah Loudermilk heading into his first off season as a Pittsburgh Steeler, heading into his sophomore season, where you know we all expect those guys to take that step forward. Fifteen games played, uh, one sack, and twenty three total tackles for Isaiah Loudermilk. Sixteen of those solo tackles. Those are pretty good numbers. You'll take that, again, good building sp- uh, spot for a for a late-round rookie that you, I don't think, expected a bunch from in his first year in the black and gold. He's able to to be a solid contributor, and he has a real base now of, of film to watch and, 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 and you know, real live-action experience to, to grow on and work on this offseason. That, to me, is encouraging, and I, I expect Isaiah Loudermilk to, to have a real impact on this team. Uh, in the 2022 season and him to, you know, really have his hand in that pile of, of everyone who's competing for snaps, you know, other than than T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward uh, when we get to training camp. Wesley Euler with you here again on the Steelers Blitz. We got some tweets rolling in at Wesley Euler. Uh, tweet me your questions, comments, concerns, reactions as we roll along. I will get to those uh, before we get out of here. That is my promise to you. You can also get on the phone lines, 412-919-8562. Those are the digits to dial. Let's go to the phone lines now here real quick before we get to our buddy Brian Backo in just a few minutes. Let's sneak in a phone call here. Let's go to our buddy Rod Dalla 
on the phone. Rod, what's up, cousin? What's going on, man? Hey, buddy. Good to talk to you. You're lo- long-time tweeter. Is this is this the first time we've had you on the phone lines? Uh, no, I called, um, what, I think last offseason. Okay. Uh, just to uh, big up you guys, give you guys your uh, Sure, sure. Yeah, I couldn't remember if you, had, if you had called or not. But, but good to talk to you, partner. What you got for me? Uh, yes, I, I just wanted to touch on, man, um, I would bring Matt Canada in for one more year, like we said, mm-hmm. and uh, I would get a young quarterback in the draft. It's either a young quarterback in the draft, like late in the draft, or a veteran on the O-line. We need a veteran. I know we tried to get that in Trey Turner, mm-hmm. but I don't think he was, like, vocal like we need. We need somebody like Pouncey, the Castro, that's going to come in there and just demand the, the O-line attention. Like, they're the captain of this O-line. We need that, man. And uh, a third thing I wanted to say is, what are we doing with Derek White? <laughs> what are we doing with him? What are we doing? We picked him up to be a special teams captain. Yep. <laughs> That's it. And then we waited to the playoff game to line him up at tight end and throw a pass to him that he dropped. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, we should have been doing that the third week of the season. We yes. waited too long. To, we waited too long to get stuff rolling, man. And um, it's going to be a sad day. This is my last thing. It's going to be a sad day to see James Washington go mm-hmm. somewhere else and thrive like the superstar we thought he was going to be. Rod, I knew he was going to be. I'm, afra- I'm afraid he's he's going to be. You know, we talk about it a lot. There's not too many guys that leave the Steelers and have success. There, there's certainly examples, right? Uh, Emmanuel Sanders went on to have a nice career. Mike Hilton is, right. having, a, is having a really good right. year in Cincinnati. Oh, man. Mike, Mike Hilton is laughing at us right now. Mike Hilton and Mark Ingram are laughing at us right now. I I, I hope I hope James Washington is not another Mike Hilton. I, I want to I want to see him do well, Rod. I want to see him do well, but let's have him go to an <laughs> NFC team and do that, right? Not do it in our own division, yes. please. Yes, I keep saying I keep saying he's gonna go to Green Bay and do good over there. I could see that. I, that's my prediction. I could cert <laughs> yes. I could cert- see that. Yeah, no, Rod, I'm with you. I I don't think quarterback is the move in the first round, but I know you're tapped into no. this, and you've tweeted us a few times. If you could get somebody like Malik Willis later on, you know, if there's someone oh, man. like if that. man, if he can slide. Yeah. Man, if Malik Willis can slide to us like in the fifth, late fifth, sixth round, something like that, yep. I'm taking him. I'm taking him. I'm taking him if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm in the draft room. I completely yep. agree, and I think you're absolutely right in terms of the offensive line. You know, you need – you need a real alpha in that room, right? And, and you've got some a money. A real you, alpha. You, you've got so you like that, huh? You need some. You need some money, yeah. or you have some money, I should say, to go spend. So you never know how the draft's going to fall to you. Maybe you're sitting there at pick twenty, mm-hmm. and and the guy that the Steelers really liked, you know, that's a that's a tackle or a guard or a center, <clears throat> Tyler mm-hmm. Linderbaum, <clears throat> is is sitting yeah, there is, you- is sitting there at pick twenty. Maybe that's the route. But you you have some money to to mm-hmm. play with in free agency as well too. I I think that's something to keep an eye on because I do think that that's priority number one for this team yeah i would definitely pick up a vet not too old not too young but you know what i'm saying right there he'd improve it he's improved himself in the league mm-hmm. we already seen it yep and then i would have a young quarterback come in just to battle out just to light a fire under mason and haskins like he's not gonna come in here and right. start immediately but he might <laughs> if you guys aren't playing up to par yep. he might start but i want you guys to battle it out so i can get the best out of all three guys yeah, no, com- completely agree with you, and and I think that you know that quarterback competition is something that they really need 
in training camp throughout the preseason because you know that's that's when you really Definitely find out do. that's when you really find out what you got you know in in that quarterback room is when mm-hmm. when guys have to compete for it every single day rod great stuff buddy great call thanks for your time and call back again yes, soon sir. all right i got you man you be safe man you in here by yourself today i'm rocking and rolling by myself you know it but hey, I, I got you all guys right, all, all right. i got you guys all the time so i'm never really alone baby Yes, sir. You know, we're going to help hold it down. (laughs) My man, take care, Rod. We'll talk soon. There he goes. Rod Dalla, great stuff from him as well. We got a couple other people on hold. You guys, hang on for me. We'll get to you. I promise. All right? 412-919-8562. Those are the digits to dial if you want to get up and on hold. But you're going to have to wait on hold for just a few minutes. We'll get back to the phone line soon when we come back on the other side. It is our buddy Brian Batko of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. I want to get his thoughts on what was just a crazy weekend of football in the divisional round. We'll also look ahead, get some of his predictions on conference championship weekend, and we'll talk a little Steelers as well to Keith Butler retirement, some other odds and ends with the Batman when we return on the other side. You know where to get at me if you want to get involved. we got the phone lines. we got the tweets. It's all on the table. It is the Steelers Blitz on SNR. 